Check, check. Mic check. Fly Moto 60 Show. Presented by Maxxis Tires, Pro Taper, and Get Data. On PulpMX.com. Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races. With your host, Steve Mathis. Yeah, welcome everybody. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show is live. The last one of the year. Well, we might do one before Disnations. I haven't told Tits that yet, but probably the last one of the year. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. What a season. What a year. Supercross was great. The 450 Motocross Series has been fantastic. One point. Eli Tomac is up on Chase Sexton at Paula. Two motos to go. So much to get into. 702-586-7857. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Thank you to the folks at Fly Racing. Their 2023 line is out. They are charging into the new year with improvements to both style and performance. Led by the industry-leading Formula Helmet featuring the Rion technology. Seriously, Google this stuff. Look it up. It's great. Uh, Fly Racing has become synonymous with innovation and outside-the-box thinking. They have the widest product range in the sport. And I'm talking lines of gear, man. I think there's six of them. Yeah, lots. Uh, head-to-toe, Zone Pro goggles, Formula helmet, line of gear, the F- F4 boots, uh, flyracing.com. Has you covered at Fly Racing USA on social media as well. So lots to get into when it comes to uh, Fly Racing for the new year. And we are going to have... One of the premier athletes for fly racing on the line, Justin Brayton. He's going to come on and talk about Paula and talk about sort of that sort of mindset and more. Uh, thanks for listening. 702-586-7857. We are going to give away a pair of Fly Racing Zone Pro goggles or a pair of FMF Vision goggles. Dean Wilson runs these, running his last national this weekend. Uh, Dino is, and he's wearing FMF Vision as well. Uh, FMF Vision now offers a full range Performance goggles, goggle accessories, sunglasses. Welcome to the power of sight. Follow them on Instagram at FMF Vision. Brought to you by the folks behind uh, the folks at the brought to you by the folks behind the goggles and crew at 100% as well. They uh, they have polarized versions of sunglasses as well. Eight frames, three distinct colorways. Now available at FMF Vision dealers around the world. FMFRacing.com to experience the entire. FMF Vision Line. Thank you to the folks at Pro Taper as well. The ACF bar, four different bends, 140 bucks. The first carbon fiber reinforced handlebar on the market, the lightest one out there. Uh, more room for your controls on it as well. And uh, yeah, this is uh, the same guys that's, that dropped the crossbar way back in the day with the uh, handlebar and the seller start device and the, innovati- the innovations for Pro Taper keep on continuing. Thank you to Pro Taper uh, for coming on the show. Maxis, uh, Plum Creek Funding, Get, we'll talk about later. Uh, taking your calls over there, holding things down. The Tits, Tits, what's up? Dropping bombs on me, talking about extra shows well, and everything like we'll that. see. I mean, uh, that boy. rate will be negotiated it, with you, you uh, know? Uh, yeah. Negotiated. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to negotiate that rate. We'll see. Okay. I mean, MXDN's in America. It's a big for, deal. Fortunately for you, I'm a team player. So Do it for your country. If, I know. I'll, I'll be here just... 
little notice is all. I'm giving you notice. Yes, Three okay. weeks. We'll see. <laughs> okay. Uh, the, what's going on? Brayton Weege today on the show. Yeah. Should be a good one. Oh, I, I don't know how uh, Weege is going to handle following Brayton. Uh, no, a, he already texted and said, JB deserves to go first because uh, he is first. So well, He is first, Let's yes. get him okay. on the line. 702-586-7857. Uh, we'll talk Paula, too. Talk some World Supercross with JB, of course. We still have a race. For second in the points between Hunter Lawrence and Joe Schmoda, and that's worth money. That's a year-end bonus uh, from the OEMs to get second overall in the series. Some riders just have top two bonuses. Some have top three. I would think these two guys have top three bonuses, but there's still that battle going on as well. I think there's um, uh, four points separating those guys or something like that. Uh, Let me look here. Uh, No, that's not it. Great radio. Uh, But that that is a thing. Second overall is a thing. Seven points. Uh, so we'll see what that goes on. Schmoda, it looks pretty good lately, man. He is um, he's a different guy, and it's, it's, it's cool to see. I think he needs to go into the Supercross title contender list for 2023. Uh, we kind of had him there in 2022. It didn't work out. He didn't ride very well. But Nick Wade's been working with him and doing good things. So Joe Schmoda on the list. Uh, also, too, uh, I wonder if J.B., or Weege thinks anybody can get into the mix uh, in the 450 class as far as this weekend. 2-1-1-2, Sexton, Tomek have been doing that, and I wonder if we'll see uh, somebody else get into there in Paula in the heat. It's going to be a hot one. Motos are shortened 25 minutes plus two. That's official now. We talked about that on Monday. Uh, they have done that uh, for the heat, and uh, I understand it. They've also given the guys a little bit of a break in between motos, so that, that helps a lot as well for the riders, um, and it's going to be a tough one at Paula. But uh, let's welcome our first guest on the uh, on the show, 702-586-PULP. you got a question for the great Justin Brayton. JB, what's going on, man? Thanks for joining us. What's up, Steve? How are you? I'm good. Thank you for doing the show. Fly racing, of course, uh, 2023 stuff. You are... Let's talk World Supercross at first. Um, you're back home in Iowa. You're prepping for that. September 1st, right now, today, uh, the first race, October uh, 12th, I think, or 14th or something. Are you – is it full prep for you right now? Is this? Is it on, um, you know, motos every day and that kind of stuff, or are you still ramping up? Uh, it's pretty much on, yeah. And, and to be quite honest, this is my favorite part of any race season that I've ever done is the, the process of – training and and mountain bike miles and road bike miles and gym and and you don't really have to be recovered for much right now we're in the season it's just more of a of a maintenance thing and Mm -hmm. and i i love the process of it so and really that's kind of why i'm still racing is just i can't give up the the process of having a goal and having something to look forward to and and i think it's healthy for for me and and yeah, just just my body and relationship wise, mentally, physically, all of it. So uh, it's good to keep training and and have a goal in mind. So yeah, Eulo was in town all week, so we did some some testing, and um, yeah, I'm riding three or four days a week and and training on the daily. So it's been fun. Nice. I was going to ask you if you had to go. You were in California not that long ago. Uh, I was going to ask you about testing and working with the Honda guys, uh, but it's for for the for the um, for the world stuff. So Eulo did go up to Iowa to, to run through some parts. Yeah, yeah, he's been here a couple times now. Uh, obviously, he's based in North Carolina. And with my move to Iowa, um, every other week or every second week, he would come into town. And mm-hmm. and he's a mountain bike guy, so we, you know, we've been mountain biking and training together. And then it relieves me of a little bike work. I don't mind the bike work. I, I just don't like the 
like if we're going suspension testing or yeah. like I had to change an engine uh, yesterday oh. just oh. because it was timed out. So <laughs> I didn't have to do it, thankfully. But yeah. so he was here. And we're trying to time all that where he's here to do all the big stuff. I can do tires and filters and oil and clutch mm-hmm. and all that stuff. That's easy. But so every couple of weeks he comes into town and just makes sure everything's good. And it's fun having him. What's it like having a supercross track in Iowa? And what's the dirt like? Shane Schaefer built it for you, from what I understand. Uh, yeah. What's it like? What's the dirt like? What's it? How cool is that for you? It's awesome. It, it is really, really cool. And where we built it at, they had some really good clay. Iowa's typically black dirt, kind of like a St. Louis. Uh-huh. Uh, although St. Louis is great dirt, it's probably not very good to just sit outside and bake all the time. It would take a lot of work. So we've got some clay there, and I love it. It's been yeah. really cool. Uh, the only downfall is just riding by myself all the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's a little bit of a bummer. But um, And it's a lot of work. It, you know, I, I bought a water truck, and we've got a skid steer out there. And, <laughs> um, but that's part of why I did it. It's, just, it's been fun. I take my kids out there the night before I ride a lot of times, and they get in the water truck or – Yep. Um, run around, ride their Stasics. And, and um, so, yeah, it, it, it's been fun. It's, uh, you know, I wouldn't want to do it 12 months or like, obviously you can't do it 12 months because of the winter, but um, with me winding down, it's it's been kind of a full circle thing and it's been fun to do. Send me the first photo when you had to put on a lumberjack and different gloves, uh, winter gloves to go ride. Send, <laughs> I know, right? Send me that first photo. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Um, all right, let's talk about this. One point, you know the Sexton and the Honda guys well, and of course Tomac you raced against for a long time. Uh, Going to be very hot at Paula. Motos are shortened, 25 plus 2. Does that make any difference for either one of these guys uh, for the heat and everything else? There's an extra 30 minutes in the intermission. Is that, does that favor one or the other guys? I mean, they're both gnarly, so I'm not sure. You tell me. Yeah, I don't think it favors either one of them. Um, what what would it be, Steve, you think, shortened by maybe three laps, something like that? Yeah, probably, yep. So, you know, does it really matter? Probably not. Maybe they can bring a little more intensity, but that, that's honestly better for us as fans to sit back and watch that intensity. But both guys are they're so gnarly, right? Obviously, Eli's so proven over the years mm-hmm. that to be one of the, the fittest guys maybe ever in our sport. And now Chase, you know, I've seen him a lot around with Honda track and, and such, and the guy's – He's a hard worker, man, and he puts in his time, and, and it's obviously showing this year. So I don't think it really favors one or the other. Um, you know, you're going to have your people out there saying, oh, just keep it 30 minutes and blah, blah, blah. But I, I really don't think it's going to matter either way. They need about 15, and we could look at the 94 for a win maybe. <laughs> the 94 is good there too. He is. If you look at round one, he's super good there. Um you know, I, I talked to him yesterday, and he was mentioning how hot Bud's Creek was, uh, and he felt pretty good there. So, yeah. you know, it, you never know. He probably doesn't know, know exactly quite how he's going to feel. Uh, but, yeah, if, if he can get up there. But I, I don't think he would want to really, though. You know, like I, I don't, I don't, I don't know feel if like he it, wants yeah. to get up there and fight with them. And uh, I don't think anybody does. I think they want to see those two duke it out and – and see who, you know, who the well, best man is. and That was going to be my question for you. Do you think anybody gets in the way of these two guys? Or they just go 1-2, one, 2-1, two, two, one, 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 two, two? Like, do you see anybody getting in the mix? I think if they're both on their A game, I don't think anybody can. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think anyone else has the speed. I think if 
you know, with Eli, he hasn't really had any weirdo rides, you know, like in, in past years. But if he is even just off a few percent, I think then you can throw in Ken, you can throw in Jason, you can throw in Christian, guys that might get in between. And, and um, you know, there's been a lot of talk about Chase being so good there. And although he is, Eli's pretty good there too. And I think this, this first round this year, he had a lot of stuff going on. He's never typically great at first rounds. He just won a title. He had a knee injury, so there yep. was so much going on. Yep. But if you look back to like 2021 uh, Fox Raceway, the the second one, mm-hmm. he goes two one. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2020 he goes one four. 2019 he goes one one. So it's like the guy's pretty good. But then you go 2021 he goes nine eight, <laughs> and then this year he goes seven four. So it's like. I also think with this much on the line, he's going to bring his absolute A game no matter what. So he, you can't really count on him having a having a bad day. No, absolutely. 702-586-PULP. You want to talk to Justin Brayton about Paula or, or anything else, give us a call. We're giving away some goggles as well. Yeah, Eli, after the race, he's heard the Sexton is great at Paula, and Sexton is good. But he wanted to point out that he's not too bad there either. And I went back and I looked exactly what you were saying. I'm like, yeah, Eli's pretty good there too. He's, I mean, he's good everywhere. But, yeah, let's not – Let's just not talk about how Chase Sexton is this good at this place. Uh, Eli's got some accomplishments as well. So Yeah, yeah, and, and you can't count them out with this type of pressure. They're both going to bring their absolute A game, and it's a fun time to be a fan, Steve, that's for sure. It, it's great. Absolutely, you're, you're right. Do you um, – Eli's one up, and to me that's a big difference because he just needs to difference. win a moto. Yeah. Just win the moto. I mean, look again. Anything can happen, but we're assuming one, two, two, one, and all that kind of stuff. So, that point to me is huge. I'm going with Tomac, but uh, you never know. But uh, yeah, Eli's definitely like it's just one point. But yep, it makes a huge difference, doesn't it? Well, it's so weird. Every year during the season, you're like every point counts, and and then at the end of the year, a guy wraps it up around early or, or whatever. But truly. It does, and I think of Chase's tip over on the last lap in Colorado. Yep. I think of him, you know, there's just been a couple points here and there where it's like, at the time, uh, no big deal, um, is what it is. Mm-hmm. And then remember that tip over actually gave Ken the overall, yep. and it took the overall away from Eli. Mm-hmm. So for the day, it actually hurt Eli more, but for the championship, it helped him. And- so it's like crazy at the time. Eli was probably like, dang it, I didn't get the overall. Yeah. But now he's probably like, man, that three points is that three points well, is huge that Chase gave him. And Chase got docked one point at Colorado also for jumping on a on a flag. So So there's four points. Four points. You, yeah. If you're gonna start nitpicking, it's like, ah, uh, you don't want to, but yeah. you kinda have to when it's in a in position like this with just one point. Yeah, it is it is tough. Uh who who you got, J B? I mean your heart says Honda and Chase, I'm sure. Uh but what do you think's gonna happen? Yeah, I mean it's hard because I am a little bit biased. I, I like Chase a lot. And I like Eli, too. I mean, we've raced forever, yep, right? right. And, and the guy's just an absolute legend. Um, I mean, he told so us how I'm, he, he told us how he followed. He needed you to jump that quad on the press day. He, <laughs> that's right. You know, in Atlanta. Yeah, he <laughs> said, year, I, right. he goes, I wasn't right. doing it till JB did it. So I just tucked in behind him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I, I'm going Chase. I think okay. Chase goes 1-1. Okay. Yeah, I, I think he goes 1-1. Um, I just think, you know, with like, do you think Eli's going to run a paddle? Probably not, right? Dude, it's going to be super hard packed. So the paddle thing is weird because he was very adamant to the media that paddle tire did not hurt him at Bud's Creek, right? And I had a rider tell me that he was a hero for riding a paddle at Bud's Creek, right? 
yeah. when we know how much he loves it and all that. So he, but Eli's like, nope, nope, paddle wasn't the reason. Blah 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 blah. Okay, so fine. Then we go to Indiana, and he doesn't run a paddle, and you're like, that's the track to run the paddle. And he told us yeah. last week the paddle at Bud's Creek did not cost him. And now I think without him running the paddle in Indiana, that I think it did cost him. And he just didn't want to say it. I don't know. I'm so confused. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. But so, he, you know, he's been saying that's helped him a lot and for the stuff yep. and stuff. Yep. But then you look at Indiana. Chase came around lap one of the first motor, like 17th, and Eli was like eight. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, wow. So... I don't know. I, I think it's going to come down to a lot of the start, but I also think that they'll probably find each other in both motos at some point. And I, the reason I'm going Chase is I think Chase has more raw speed. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if anybody in the world right now could match Sexton on absolute raw speed. And if he stays off the ground and, and you know, doesn't really make one of those mistakes mm-hmm. where he you know, tucks the front or, or tips over, I don't think Eli can match him in, in raw speed. So that's kind of why I'm going Chase. Of yeah. course, I'm a little bit biased because I'm a Honda guy and I, I like Chase a lot and, yep. and such. But um, if I was a betting man, I would I would put money on Chase. You don't think – I don't think either guy runs a paddle uh, at Paul. No, I don't think so. Okay, no, yeah. I, I think purely because yeah. behind the gate, right, it's not – it's not very soft, is it? It's pretty no, hard back. It's pretty hard back, the and then it gets it gets yeah. soft when you leave the gate. But then the rest of the yeah. track, yeah, yeah, not not so much. So yeah. uh, uh, interesting uh, that you uh, that you that you think that way. Um, wouldn't it just be like, well, first of all, uh, Paula at this temperature, it's not going to be an easy race. Like no. it's going to be tough. So mm-hmm. um, I, I think you're right with these two guys rising to the occasion. Uh, let's get some phone calls, though. Uh, Justin Brayton here on the show. Weege is coming up. Some guy named Wygant. Um, Tate's on, too. Tate, what's going on? You got a Roxon question for World Supercross? Yeah, I was just going to – thanks for taking my call, by the way. You know, we're about a month and a, way, month and a half away from the first round, and we still haven't heard what team Kenny's going to be riding for. Uh, during this World Supercross uh, season. And I was also going to mention that over there on Vital MX, Michael Lindsay put out a silly season chart that possibly had Roxon going to star racing for next year, which is kind of hard for me to believe that Roxon is going to give up a Red Bull sponsorship that he's had since he was you know, 12 yeah. or 13 years old or something. So I just wanted to see what your thoughts were on that. And uh, good luck for the uh, World Supercross season, JB. Hope you kill it. Thanks, Tate. Yeah, Thanks, I, I, uh, I don't know about the, uh, the Roxon thing's interesting. JB probably knows more than he can say at this point. Uh, uh, I don't see him leaving a Red Bull either, uh, maybe doing his own thing at KTM or something if, uh, if he can't come together with Honda. But I don't know why him and Honda and Ken's agent, it seems like, JB, that's a natural, let's make that all happen. I, I don't get it. it. It's been weird that it's been taking this long. Yeah, yeah, and look, I like you said, I'm a little bit too close to the situation to comment too much, but I definitely think that is the natural fit, right? I mean, mm-hmm. he's won on this current bike. The team is great. He gels well with him. Uh, he could have the same mechanic in, in Jordan, um, keep Red Bull, keep all of it the same. It just it simplifies everything. And as you know, with changing teams and all that, there's just, you know, especially now with, with him doing World Supercross, how much time would he truly have on a new bike? Oh, yeah. And, yeah. I mean, it, there's just – it takes so long. I've always said to people, I think it takes 12 months to learn a new team and a new bike. Now, Jason and Eli have proved that wrong this year. 
Um, but I really think like you'll see even a better version of Jason just because mm-hmm. now he's got another year on the bike. And, you know, with the team and the communication and, and all that, it just it takes a long time. So for him to change, you know, I think it would have to be a something catastrophic would have to happen, you know, yeah. from the team either not wanting him or him just saying, nope, I don't want to be there. And, and uh, yeah. I, I don't really see that happening. I talked to Kenny about it like a couple of weeks ago. And he, I mean, obviously I'm in the media. He's just like, I'm not worried about it. It's all going to work out. And I'm like, you're not worried about it. He's like, no, nah, it's all going to work out. It'll work out. I'm fine. <laughs> but I don't know what he meant by it'll all work out. But I, I guess he means he'll be riding a motorcycle in 2023. So, <laughs> you know. Uh, um, yeah, I think he, yeah, I think he probably knows he's fine, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, the biggest hurdle would be the Red Bull thing. You know, I mean, if I'm advising at all or any athlete, that that would be tough to leave. Although people jump around quite a bit, that relationship has been since he's was yeah, like 14 he, years old or 12 years old or he's German. Like it's an Austrian company. It's it, you know, it's all yeah, like yeah, yeah he is uh, absolutely everything you want in um in an athlete and in a representative and everything else. If you're Red Bull, right? So. Uh, yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting. I talked to somebody at Honda the other day, and they're like, no, we still haven't committed to the World Supercross Forum. And I'm like, oh, boy. So, uh, yeah, it, uh, it, we'll see what happens as we go forward here. Uh, Kyle's on one MXDN question. Kyle, what's up, man? Yeah, I had um, kind of a silly question, but we had, we had a guy as Pulp that had rode the bike this year, the 250, and we didn't even talk about him. What's that? Chisholm. Why didn't we let Chiz Chiz on the world? For MXDN? Yeah, that's just that's kind of a silly <laughs> Kyle, thing. yeah. Are you okay? Have you been drinking? Yeah, I wish. Yeah, I wish I okay. Um, but uh, but uh, I did have a series. Okay, go ahead. Uh, um, going forward, I know this isn't contract year for the Lawrence brothers, but will Honda try to keep them together, you think, going forward in the next few years, or will they separate? No, I think they keep them, JB. I mean, Jet, Jet's got a – I think they're working on another long-term deal right now, from what I understand. And I don't see Hunter going anywhere. He's got a few years of 250 eligibility left, JB. So I don't see it happening. Yeah, I don't see it happening either. And obviously there's a lot of speculation about Chase for 2024. And then, you know, Jet's – Long, yeah. When's his deal up? Twenty thirty? <laughs> I don't know, you know right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Who knows? Nobody truly knows, but he's yep. for sure locked in for a long time. Hunter's for sure got two more years, mm-hmm. and then that could potentially slot him right into a four fifty rack. At that point, he'll he'll be moving up. Be so up. Yeah. I think they could be together for yeah. We could see a five to eight year run of of the brothers together on the yep. same team on, on big bikes. Yeah. Be kind of cool, really. Yeah, it would be neat. Uh, thanks, Kyle. Thanks for the question, man. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, I think uh, – I think. It, look, I don't have any inside knowledge, but I think Sexton in 24 is gone. Um, you know, just pay for what he can get paid, for what Honda's going to have to commit to Jet, uh, for being – and you know how these guys are, JB. They all want to be number one guy. Nobody wants yeah. to, you know, have a teammate that's as fast as them or better. Everybody wants the attention. So, yeah, it all makes sense for, for Chase leaving in 24 – uh, but if you're Honda, Steve, wouldn't you just do everything to say, look, we haven't won since Ricky. Yeah. We're hoping to win a title this year. But we've got a chance for the next 10 years to maybe dominate the sport. So, And somehow you figure out a way to 
Yeah, but I don't I, think I, guess I don't pay for it, right? But yeah, or, but or try to get the two. I don't know. You, you give them both their own semi, or you do something. <laughs> well, maybe maybe <laughs> their own semi anyway. Yeah, maybe their own semi. The, these elite guys, and you know this, JB. They no, don't I work know. like I that. I know what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, they yeah. Don't, you know nobody. Nobody wants to be, uh, you know, not getting all the attention and be the quote-unquote number one guy. I think it's ridiculous. I was on a team with Villeman, Ferry, and Reed, who were um, all amazing. Uh, Chad's level rose above those two guys. But at the beginning, they were all equal. You know what I mean? They were all looked at as championship guys, you know, race-winning yeah. guys. Now, Chad emerged from that as the quicker guy. But, but I mean, it was no problems, you know? So um, How did Honda do it back in the day? When you think of, you know, right? we're talking RJ days and stuff. Oh, like, I know. <laughs> Omera, Bailey, RJ, yeah, it was nuts, right? Yeah. I just think it's a different yeah. era, different time. Um, mm-hmm. But, hey, going back to MXDN, though, uh, Justin Cooper obviously got picked um, over Craig and, and Barsha bowed out and everything else. Now, Cooper's been sick. He's had two poor races for him, poor races in a row. Um, I mean, people are panicking on my social media, but we're fine, right? You, you like the idea? Of the yeah, pick? I yeah. think we're fine. I, I still think it's the best pick that we had. I mean, I was I was saying Anderson would have been great on a 250. Sounds like that couldn't happen, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as between him and Christian, I've – you know, I, I like Christian a lot, but I think Cooper, you, you go with him. He's been racing the bike all summer. He's a great starter. And you hope that he's just motivated when that race comes. I mean, a race a week ago doesn't matter in, in a month and a half or whenever the race is. So mm-hmm. I think if he can show up motivated, and you only need one result from him, right? I mean, or that's what you hope is the other two guys are so good right now on such a high level that mm-hmm. you can almost count on them. And you just got to say – Justin, we need one good moto out of you, you know, whether it's a, a third or a fifth or yeah. something like that. So uh, I, I think he's the right choice. I think, you know, everybody has an opinion about everything, but uh, I, I think he's the right choice and, and for everyone we had to pick from. Uh, Max's Tires, MXSTs, developed by some guy named Jeremy McGrath. A-Ray, Cade put these things into main events this year. And, of course, the Max's SGB Honda teams out there right now with Bryson Gardner. And uh, Jace Kessler as well. Uh, Maxis.com for more information. Mountain bike tires. Uh, I love the Minions. on uh, Minions work good out in Iowa too, JP, on a mountain bike. They so. make really good mountain bike tires. They yeah. do. They Super really good. do. Yeah, Maxis.com. Please check them out. Light truck tires, trailer tires as well. Do you, uh, are you still riding the Levo out there? Or did, you, did, did you get a taser yet? Uh, I have not gotten a taser. Okay. I'm a Levo guy. Okay. I'm actually racing the Levo next weekend in West Virginia. So. Oh, you are? Oh, nice. Yeah, doing, doing some racing. But oh. – uh, yeah, specialized right. guy. And, oh, okay. Uh, one more, going back to the race, Steve. Yeah. So, you know, in years past, we always see these weird results the last race. Everybody's mailed yeah. in. They're, yep. they're yep. already whatever. Yep. So that could be a factor, too, of these guys just one, two, no matter what, if they're good start or bad start. It's like how hard is, you know, not saying Anderson or Ken or these guys aren't going to yeah. fight, but yeah. it's the last race. Oh. It's super hot. Dude. Is the track really that fun? Probably not. So. <laughs> The, the two guys that, you know, you got to be pretty motivated to show up in 110 degrees and, and give it all you got. There's going to be so much mailing it in. It's going to be. Yeah. A, and that, I think Craig gets on the box. I think Craig's third because uh, he hasn't made a podium all year overall, I don't believe. And, uh, yeah, I think Craig will get third. Yeah, that's a good so, pick. Uh, yeah. He's really good at Paula, too. Uh, we got uh, some more questions for Justin Brayton and uh, Jason Wygant coming up here as well. Daniel's on, too. Daniel, you want to talk about penalties, it says? What's uh, what's on your mind? Yeah, I just I had a question. I was thinking it, this year it seems like we've seen more penalties, and maybe that's just me. So I was wondering. I mean, Roxon 
didn't make it, didn't hide it that well that he was letting Chase fly and then kind of put a fight on for Eli. Do you think they're going to be watching the team tactic stuff a little bit closer and maybe be a little bit harsher than before this weekend? No, I think the last thing that MX Sports wants to do is determine this thing <laughs> with a penalty. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, they'll, I think they'll apply their consistent sort of um, uh, thoughts to it. But, JB, I don't see them looking at closer or anything. No, I don't, I don't think so either. And also, remember, Eli and Ken are friends too. So, you know, just because – they're on different bikes. Like I don't think Ken, he's never done anything like that, you know, and it, it really in his whole career. So why would he do that now? And um, as far as letting chase by, I mean, yeah, it chase was on a different level. He was going to get him anyway. So yeah, you just make it a little bit easier. And then as far as making it tougher on Eli. Yeah. I mean, he's just racing, right. It's not like he did anything out of the ordinary or, Anything crazy didn't, you know, try to take him out or anything. So, I, I yeah, I don't see MX Sports doing anything about if they yeah. if that same thing happens, they're not going to do anything. No, I don't think so. Thanks, Daniel. Right. Thanks right. For hey, can I ask Justin one more question? Sure. Uh, being being the retired guy, uh, if you were to put yourself in Eli's shoes right now, and this thing comes down, and he loses this title by one, two points, however it comes out. Do you turn around and debate racing one more year of nationals to try and avenge that, or do you just ride off into the sunset and call it a career? No, you ride off into the sunset. He's achieved so much already. And the work that it takes to get to his level, he understands that more than most. And to do that all over again for a whole nother year doesn't sound like much. And and us fans can sit on the sidelines and watch on TV and say, man, he should just come back next year. You know, Ricky was a prime example. He's winning the title when he walked away, and it's just its so much of a grind that nobody gets to see that it's the, all the travel and, and all the training and the mental, and, and now he's got a couple kids and a wife. And, yeah, yeah, he's achieved so much. that Why would he just keep chasing that? And then maybe he doesn't get it next year, and, oh, should I do it again? Right. I just yep. I think this is his, his last outdoor season, it sounds like, and then give it all he's got again for Supercross and – Call it a career. Thanks, Daniel. Thanks awesome. for the call. Thanks, guys. Justin, good luck in the World Supercross. Have a good one, guys. Thank you. Uh, Thank I, you. I do think it's funny, too. People are like, ah, if, if, if Tomac doesn't get this one, Sexton's going to win next year. You can't say that, man. So many no, things. Yeah. So yeah. It's 24 so motos. changes. Right, right. You got Jet Lawrence yeah. in there. Ferrandez, you know, like, you can't be like, oh, Chase is just going to crush everybody next year. No, no, no. It doesn't. Doesn't work like that. So <laughs> no, sports just aren't like the life isn't like that. Rather, right? so much that can change, and yeah, whether it's Jet or other guys, you know, like if Ferrandis comes back and he's super motivated, or Ken figures some stuff out and he's crazy motivated, or yeah. Anderson's better than ever and Chase tweaks his ankle. Like it's just yep. there's so many variables. I think for for that's also why I'm picking Chase is I think he gets that he's a really smart kid, mm-hmm. and he sees this opportunity like I've got to get this and. Eli does too, but Eli's also got some already. So yeah. it's not the end of the world to him if he doesn't get it. He can already look at his trophy case and his bank account and say, ah, I've got a few of those. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. But, man, it, you know, Eli's got three 450 titles. No one has pushed mm-hmm. him like this. This is, this is nuts. Uh, yeah. JT was taking yeah. a little bit of umbrage with that comment saying Dungy pushed him. But I'm like, not when he was winning the titles. Uh, um, you know, Not this long either, you know. this, this long into the season. This is – it's been so fun to watch, and they've just they've matched each other so much. And but I still think raw speed is yeah, Chase is is the best right now. 
All right, Ryan's got a question about World Supercross. Ryan, what's going on? What's your question for Justin Brayton? Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for uh, taking my call. Hey, JB, I just was curious. When you're over there, do you get to bring your wife and kids and kind of make it into a family trip as well? Are you going over just uh, kind of by yourself back and forth? Uh, so the first one is in Wales. I'll go solo for that one. I'll just kind of be in and out, be there for four or five days. And typically, when I've done Australian Supercross Series, my whole family would go. Yep, we would stay over there for seven weeks or so. Or Actually, the first few years, we went for three months. Uh, this year, I- I'm not sure. I- we honestly haven't decided. I haven't booked my stuff for Australia yet. We're kind of 50-50 whether we take the whole family or not. I've got a one-year-old that would be really tough to travel with, but um, my wife and I love Australia so much that I think we would we would be okay with that long flight and just suck it up for the 15 hours. But uh, I'm kind of 50-50, so I'm sorry to be wishy-washy, but um, I have done that for four years in Australia. We we brought the whole family. So typically if I'm gone for more than a week and a half or two weeks, I'll always take them. Yeah, that seems like that would be pretty cool to do. Um, I yeah. have one other question about this weekend. I'm going to be down at Paula myself. Um, is there how often do they shorten the motos for heat related issues? Not rain or mud, but yep. you know because of heat. Uh, you know that's a good question. I mean, obviously we've had some heaters, you know, like Dino and and uh, Eli have overheated. JB, you've probably done some massive ones. I can't remember yeah. any other time, but I, I'm pretty sure they have, but I don't remember. I couldn't think of any either. Yeah, I couldn't think of any either. It kind of seemed seemed a little unprecedented in that sense, but. Either way, yeah, I don't remember ever, you know, the Texas race was super hot. I don't think we shortened them there, do we, Steve, in Freestone? I don't think we did, no. No, I don't remember. And then I think of, like, Red Bud in 2012 or even Elsinore 2012, those definitely weren't shortened. So, Bud's Creek years are, you know, really hot. But I, I've never done one that was shortened to my memory anyway. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the call, man. Uh, thank right, you. Thank you, guys. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. Before we let you go, JB, I mean, we got a – we got to put Jason Wygan on. What's up, Weech? Weech. Oh, yeah. JB. What's up, How you been, man? Fantastic. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. How are you? Are you flying at the test track? I am, yes. Weech, yeah. how, yes. Weech how big would JB's points lead be going into the final round if he were racing outdoors right now? You know, I don't think if he was racing, they would have shortened the motos. It just puts like an overall toughness look. Without JB there, suddenly everything's turned soft. <laughs> Okay, all right. Yeah, that's really what it is. They're like, is Brayden not racing yeah. anymore? Ah, might as well just start shortening things. I'm here just for this kind him. of talk. Yeah. I'm here for this just talk. Just him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just, yeah. Uh, you know. Um, all right, so we're going World Supercross Championship. Like, that's where we're full focus on this, right? We're it's game on. I mean, Filthy Phil was texting yesterday. He's already sizing me up in our group text. So yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. he's saying you've, you've gone quiet. So I'm just I'm just out here grinding. Yeah, just out here grinding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It started to turn weird to you guys. Can't communicate anymore. Yeah, that's right. secrets. I'll uh, I'll be there. I'll be there in the UK to watch the opening round. So you know, Weege, I don't know about you know. You couldn't make his final Supercross uh. race. Uh, <laughs> He probably can't make his first World Supercross debut either, I guess. But I'll be there. I'll be at both, I guess. Yeah. They spent all this money for Eli Tomac to get second. I can't believe. I can't believe they're doing this. <laughs> uh, yeah. well, like, like we said, Weege, I mean, when we win this title, I mean, just mm-hmm. imagine what we could do if, we, if I just raced another year. But. All right, I'm, I'm holding that hope. Maybe there'll be a retirement party again that I can make this Another time. one, yeah, another retirement well, party. We can, we, can break, we can break some news on, on Moto60. We, there, there has been 
some discussions, some... Uh, oh, God. We've been looking <laughs> at some places in North Carolina, so... What? It, don't rule it out yet. We could be neighbors again, potentially, maybe Whoa. down the road, so... Okay. You've, you've only been in Iowa about four months right now. Yep. <laughs> it, it has already gotten okay. to him. Yeah. All right, I like it. Uh, you know what so, plan I endorse. Yeah. If you need if you need any real estate advice yeah. or you want me to check out any places for you, I'm on okay. it. Uh, okay. JB, we spent 4K at Disney World for the uh, week. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, yes. That was like a New Zealand trip. That was yeah, actually exactly what everybody said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you amortized the 2019 cost of that and this three years later. Um, wow. I might need you to buy a house so I can move in. Yep, yep. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, JB, yeah. uh, thanks for the uh, thanks for the time on the Moto 60 show, the final one of the year, most likely. Uh, good luck in the World Supercross. Good luck grinding. And uh, you know if you come back, though, uh, you know how mo- you know where I'm going to stand on this. So, uh, there, There's no comeback. So. Okay. I know where you stand, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Brady hasn't lived that one down yet. It's still on SportsCenter. You're <laughs> you, exactly. razzing him. Thank you. So. Uh, appreciate it. All uh, right, thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks, JB. Uh, all right, that's Justin Brayton. We'll see. see ya. We'll see him in a I'm group. Sure, he was great. Yeah, I'm sure, he was great. Oh, he was fantastic. Yeah, he was great. Oh yeah. Um, great job. Uh, breaking news, though you uh, you got a new entry in the 250 class. Uh, you, <laughs> you found out. Yes, on the entry list today pops up none other than Marvin Muscan in the 250 class. Obviously, this would be a test warm-up session for Motocross of Nations because he's racing a 250 there. So how about that, everybody? Marvin's racing the 250 class this weekend. What do you think of that? I, I mean, I think it's cool. I think it's awesome. He's going to do it for the yeah. nations, like you said. Uh, yeah, it definitely makes it kind of neat. Yeah, I'm all for it, both um, from an entertainment standpoint, because, you know, we have no idea where he's going to fit in. So that's always exciting. I mean, he could do really well. He's Marvin Muskan. And, you know, I'm always endorsing that guys should race. I mean, this is a way better move to get two motos under his belt than have taken the entire summer off and raced the nations and have not raced a 250 since 2015. So this is a great move for the fans and for him. Yeah, I, I think so. What, what, top five? Top six? What, 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 what are you thinking? Uh, I don't know. I mean, honestly, last year outdoors was not great for either Marv or Webb. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he doesn't race at all this year. And he hasn't raced a 250 in a long time. I don't know. I feel like top five, you're being quite generous. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Maybe. maybe. I mean, it's, 12, it's round 12. Everybody else has yeah. raced 11 times. That's yeah. a bit of a hole to dig yourself out of. No, you're right. Maybe. Yeah, maybe that's yeah. a little ambitious. All right. Okay. I'll give you yeah. that. Uh, still yeah. looking to give away a set of Fly Racing Zone Pro goggles. Uh, let's go to Tyler on two. Tyler, what's up, man? What's your question? Hey, guys. I'm, I'm so excited to be able to talk to Weege on this. This is awesome. Oh, boy. Uh, first Thank of all, you. I think... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that Marvin is going to do top six. Uh, he's going to be super fresh coming in. Uh, I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. And, and, and the the uh, the mail it in the give a shit meter is going to be low for a lot of guys. So yeah, yeah. there is a little bit of that. Sure, I agree. Uh, okay. okay, I'm going to get into my question. I, I think you guys have a lot more moto history knowledge than I do, so I'm really interested in what y'all think of this. But um, who? has the most similar career right now to Chase Sexton. Uh, He was a great 250 Supercross rider. He was so-so in 250 outdoors. Now he's a great 450 motocross rider and so-so in 450 Supercross. Uh, I know it's It's, obviously his career's not done, but what do y'all think about that? That's a great question. 
You're absolutely right because there's no chance. Even look, he lucked into the one two fifty supercross title. Forkner had it, got hurt near the end of the series. Right next one, he goes right. tooth and nail with with uh, with Shane McElrath. And right now, if you were to put Shane McElrath and Chase Sexton on a supercross track, I'm sorry, McElrath fans, but Sexton is a lot better. And then of course, you know the four fifty motocross series. I without some prep on my mind, I can't think of a guy. Weege going back in history. Does someone come to mind? Um, not to this level. We actually are we're trying to figure that out. Like, we couldn't even – we didn't have enough time to find the stat, which would be the answer of a guy who has not even won a national in the 250 class, one single race, and then won the 450 title. Besides, okay, like Jeff Stanton, who just literally never even raced in the 125 class. Like – Having legitimate seasons to win a 250 national and not doing it and then winning the 450 title, pretty much unprecedented. The only guy that's even close, I'd say, is Anderson. Not quite at this level, like not 450 championship level uh, outdoors, but he did win a 450 Supercross title and never won a 250 national and did win a 250 Supercross title. So he's like Sexton Light, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one, Sexton. uh, Anderson's a really good comparison. But not uh, this level, not beating Eli Tomac straight up for a title level outdoors. No, Anderson. and even, like, going no. through the 90s and, and like, I mean, LaRocco, did he, he won some 125 Nationals, though. He had to have. He almost won a title in 92. Like, oh, yeah, duh, no, duh, never mind. Plenty races. Sorry, uh, yeah, yeah, ridiculous. I don't know. Yeah. Not to have won a single 250 race. He won a moto once. Uh, and have this level of like going toe to toe with an all timer is bizarre. It goes the opposite most of the time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. One, great one twenty five career can't you know Ivan Tedesco <laughs> name him name him right? Yeah, uh, yeah, they, yeah. They can't, can't get it done. Yeah, can't get it done. Uh, that's a great question, Tyler. Mm-hmm. We're gonna give you a set of fly racing goggles if you want. Hey, awesome! I'll, I'll take those. I've right. never won. I've barely called in just a few times. Uh, I do have a a future headline though. Okay, if I have the time. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this is. Uh, y'all probably have already got this question today, so I'm sorry if I sound like an idiot asking this, but I'm really proud of my my headline here. But here it is. Tomac tops the championship with an all-out attack, or Sexton secures the series with a second Paula victory in 2022. Yeah, uh, good good, good headline. I asked JB for his pick. He admitted his bias, uh, Weege, but he thinks Sexton gets it done with a 1-1. Uh, now he admitted his bias, so so we got that. But uh, where are you at with that, Weege? Who who takes this thing home? Uh, first of all, I'm impressed. A future headlines, I like them all. Second of all, you managed to use the word second. You did not touch any other things within this last name of Sexton. You just rhymed <laughs> it with second. That is really impressive to not take any of their innuendos that are hidden within his last name. So good job. Um, and way back in our Supercross season preview shows, the great Justin Brayton on video, it's back in December, said he really thinks that Sexton is the next guy. So who can argue with the great JB? Oh, here we go. Uh, all right. Thanks, Tyler. Stay on hold. We'll get you those goggles. I like Tomac because I like that point. He's just got to win one moto. That's all Tomac's got to do. I, I think it's huge. We said that in our review pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're making me pick, I and mean, I think we all know that picking is very difficult. It's 51%, 49% for anyone making a guess. But if I had to pick, I'm going with the one-point lead. Yeah, yeah, I think, I yep. think, I think you're right. The 2-1-1-2 two, one, one, two versus Sexton having to sweep or, or, or outscore him. They can't tie. That's a huge advantage. 
for Tomac, I think. Yep, absolutely. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show, flyracing.com, Pro Taper, Maxis, FMF Vision, uh, Get Data as well, two-stroke, four-stroke ECUs. They've got a lot of hard parts. They've got wireless uh, hour meters as well. Uh, if you want a discount from the folks at Get and Athena, email us using the contact form on Pulp MX. We'll pass it on to the guys at Get. And get yourself some Get, Get, Get. And Weege Plum Creek Funding. Are you looking to purchase a home, Weege? Are you a first-time buyer? Are you an investor? Well, I don't know. Brayton said he's looking at North Carolina, so everything's changing for me. Yeah, yeah. What do I need to do? <laughs> Plum Creek Funding has programs that suit your needs. If you already own a home, if you need to pull cash out weeds for your Disney World excursions, um, <laughs> lower your rate. Zach Morris, 720-212-4685. Twelve different states they can help you out with. Reach out to Plum Creek Funding, Zach Morris today. Discount code, same square footage. There you go. Great job, Mark Paul Gossler. Yeah, there we go. Right. Uh, Zach Morris. Yep, exactly. Um, so you did a podcast with uh, Jeff Emig this week on Racer X, the last time the title came down to this. And, and look, if I transported myself to a Fly Moto 60 show in 96, I'm 100% sitting here saying McGrath's going to get this done. He's been the better rider. He'll have, you know, the injury totally. happened, and McGrath will get this done. And Fro rode amazing uh, to get the title. Yeah, not only is it Jeremy McGrath in 1996, and McGrath had a giant points lead before he got hurt. So there should be no question who the superior guy is. But the week before, they raced Broom Tioga, and McGrath hangs the 1-1 on him. Yep. So you're like, okay, McGrath's healed. He's back to being Jeremy McGrath. He's unbeatable. Absolutely. This is not what we have now where it's flip a coin. It was the amount of people. Well, Emig even told me this. At the end of the day, J-Bone was like, I can't believe it. I didn't think you were going to win. <laughs> Even his own mechanic. <laughs> I mean, what did Fro say? What did he talk about? Um, it was funny. Fro actually called me Monday night to talk about some other stuff. Uh, not that. And then we just got to bench racing, and it was such a good combo. I'm like, hey, can I call you back, and you can re-say all this, and I can record <laughs> it? <laughs> um, this is the belief. And he said, this is so cool. He said of all the things in his career, the things he misses the most is being in that pressure environment. He's like, there's plenty of reasons I'm glad I'm retired. You get hurt, it's tired, you're tired, the tracks are rough, it's hot, it's stressful, all this. But he's like, to have that moment, like that one week of your life where your whole life depends on how you perform on one day, he's like, you cannot buy that feeling. And he's like, that's the main thing I will always miss about racing. And he's like, I feel bad. Most racers never get that experience. They never get that yep. do or die for a title experience. And he says that's the greatest thing he's ever gone through in his life. It was a clutch ride. It was a great ride. And, and, yep. Yep, and he did it. But how many great riders never even have a winner-take-all finale? In their whole yep. career. Yep. No, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I was going to ask JB about it on the line, and I couldn't think of one for JB. So uh, I really we took Australia Supercross titles year in year out. Yeah, but, but not not the they didn't go down the final line, final round. Anyway. Actually, when I went to Australia in 2019, we were in a huge battle with Luke Clout for the title, and JB said, "What better way to win the title than to win the Aussex Open to win the title?" And that's exactly what we did. Okay. All right. Moving on. Okay. Uh, Joe's on four. Joe, what's going on? You want to talk about JS7 being back? Hey, Steve. Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, I was curious if you guys noticed the last time JS7 was in the booth uh, that he dropped RD Coffee a bunch of times. And I was wondering if there was anything against Red Bull or anything like that, if you could talk about it. No. What, what, I got this other question. Why does anybody care? I, I got this question uh, elsewhere, too, Joe. Uh 
Yeah, JS7 likes RD coffee. That's it. I don't know. Weege? I don't see it. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's just trying to be funny. We, we, we read way too much into the power and stroke of the energy drinks. Like, uh, I mean, I can say any energy drink name at any point on any show. No one has ever told me anything secondary, sideways. Yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't get it, Joe. But, no, I don't think that that, nothing's going to happen. It's, it's fine. So, uh, thanks, man. All Appreciate right. It. Thank you. Cool. Thanks, yep. guys. No problem. Uh, by the way, we're giving away a set of FMF goggles as well, right? Is it FMF? Or? FMF Vision, correct. Yeah, FMF Vision uh, to, the, to the archive listeners. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. Contest oh. at pulpamexshow.com. If you listen to the archive, uh, send us an email. I'll pick a random guy to win the vi- official goggle of uh, Zach Osborne, Dean Wilson. Speaking of Zach Osborne. David wants to talk vet MXDN. What's up, David? Hey, thanks for taking my call today. Yep. Yeah, so I got two real quick questions. So first of all, when those guys go over, do they do they fund their own trips and who funds the Doc Wob bikes? Uh Doc Wob does also- and then Doc Wob pays for the travel too. Okay, okay. I didn't know how that worked. And second yep. of all, has anybody talked to Zacho about his experience on the the illustrious O2 he, Husky 250. Well, we're, we're, we happen to be on a group text with uh, Zacho, and he was picking JT's brain about because JT rode that thing. JT was yeah. wanted nothing to do with that bike and, and, and was talking shit on it. And then we, Zacho said the bike was good. He was stoked. Oh, Weege is gone. Oh, Weege is there. No, sorry. Weege, you there? He said, JT, you mustn't have had the good stuff. And JT was clearly knew that he did not have the good stuff. Yeah. So I don't know what they did for Zach. Yeah. But he was he was loving did, it. He liked it. He he did really he, thought the bike was great. Yeah. Did he ride Coyote's one twenty five? I read something about that they had Coyote's like championship one twenty five at the race. He didn't also. say Yeah, he didn't say anything about that. But uh I will say I think so Zach said the bike was great. R V and uh Brownie's bikes looked really good and I think Zach did yeah, the worst did. out of the three of them. And I wonder yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying maybe Maybe the Husky wasn't the greatest, but Zach, Zach wasn't having it. So yeah, that Husky's no O two YZ two fifty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That bike's pretty good, and and Wobbles does a Doc Wob does a great job, right? So, oh, they're yeah. fantastic. Yeah. All Thanks, right, guys. Thanks, David. Appreciate it. Thank you. you. Uh, Fly Racing Moto sixty show. Sean's on four. Sean, you have some advice for Weege? Yeah, uh, we love the Weege show. I watched the one before the race and the one afterwards. But you got to do something about your mic. There is so much background noise and humming. You got to do something for being a media professional. Mm. Yeah, so I got a much upgraded uh, GoPro setup, and uh, that lasted until high point, and then uh, it all went haywire, and uh, it's been complete trash ever since. So uh, that's what I'm dealing with here. So Weijin technology strike again. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Good- I did a whole poor Kevin Moran did a whole interview with him Friday at high point, just no audio. Uh, multiple shows where there was no audio. So I had to go back to the, the built-in mics for a GoPro, which are not designed for that. It's really designed to not create wind noise when you're riding or surfing. Mm-hmm. Not the best for what I'm doing. Right. But uh, everything I've attached to it to make it sound good only lasted four weekends. There you go, SML. Sean. He's I trying. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand. He's trying. Did, did Sean. he buy them from Walmart? No, he Is gets that free GoPro stuff. No, no oh, like yeah. the, the actual microphones and everything. Those are legit stuff. Yeah. It's not like he's buying cheap things. No, we no, okay. no, no, no. No, no, I, I just got exactly what I asked for. Like, this is this is the perfect setup. Thank you. Send that to me in a box. Got it. Everything worked for four weeks, and then just no longer produces Amazing. audio. Yeah, there you go. All yep. right, thanks, just Sean. Stopped. He's trying. Yep. Sean, right. He's trying. Yep. Uh, yep. All right, Cordell wants to talk 250 Supercross on two. Cordell, what's up, man? Hey, I actually just thought of another question for Weege while I was on hold. Okay. The- cool. 
Uh, and when that caller called in about yep. games, for 2023 analysis, has anything been kind of like talked about, or do we just not know at this point? Well, we don't know who's uh, racing which class, right? So, yeah. For wait, well, I mean for, commentary. For, sorry, for t- commentary. For commentary. Oh, oh, I'm right? sorry. Yeah, he came up with a yeah, new this question. Yeah, question. Um, sorry about that. It's too early for that. Uh, they got to iron out exactly. They have not officially announced where the shows are going to air, and then once that okay. is official. Uh, then you've got to have meetings between all the various series and then that TV group, and everybody's got to decide. And honestly, I've been on both sides of it. Who makes the final decision? Is it the network? Is it the series? Uh, it's, I've seen a million versions. Some have worked in my favor. Some haven't. I know I'll be back outdoors. I'm not worried about that. But what I'm saying is as far as the other pieces, mm-hmm. who the heck knows, man? Any, yep. chance, yeah. of getting, no, any chance of me getting in the booth, Weech? Name has not come up. Okay. Name has not. All right. Steve Mathis has not come up. Right. Uh, I will say that, um, you know, obviously Mav TV has gotten a lot of flack this year for the streaming, but it was only through the uh, gift of Mav TV saying you can do whatever you want that we were able to do this different analysts every week. Like I can tell you that Peacock and every other TV network out there would never have allowed that. So I do want to give Mav TV mm-hmm. credit. Like if you like the concept, they were the ones that said, sure, go for it, and they believed in it. So. Thanks to those guys. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. And the yep. uh, the question that I actually called about um, for 250 Supercross next year, say whichever coast Jack goes to, say he goes east to defend, is West going to be like the most stacked coast ever with all the top guys going there, or do the riders and teams not even care? You know who what? They race? Well, they do care. They move guys around and all that. I could see Jet doing yeah. West. Weege. Yes. I think that would be the plan. I think it was the plan this year, but he got hurt right. a little bit right before Anaheim won. Yep. Uh, I think the running from other guys thing is hasn't been done in a while, but I think we're at that point. I think we are at that point where mm-hmm. if he's racing Supercross one more year, you've just got to go yeah. elsewhere yeah, if you want to win, I think. It's early and a lot of shit could happen, but I see him yeah. on West, to, to be honest. Well, DB's yeah. calling him for undefeated. So Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> He's generational. We know. We know what DB oh, is. Thanks, David. All right, thanks, right, th- thanks, Cordell. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Weege, looks like the pointing out rule for Tivity Supercross is going to be gone also from what no. I hear. Yeah, it is going for to real? be. Yeah. The only way you're getting out of there is if you win a title after your third year and you get a chance to defend it. And that is it. That's the only way you're getting out of there. So point, dive, point dives won't be happening because if you dive – you know, the only way you're diving is if you're going to win a title, right? So that's not going to happen. You would have to – the only dives that we're going to see are the – if you even are que- – if you're 18 points behind, I'm out. I'm uh, out. I have yeah, no chance. From, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. Uh, you know, we'll never solve this problem, but I have to say, just thinking about – I didn't know this until right now, but honestly, that sounds like it would eliminate a lot of the problems. Yeah, I think it helps. It doesn't make yeah. me totally happy, but it does cure no. the – Cure the dives, you know. Because, uh, yeah, the dives are bad. And what also is starting to happen is I believe you're going to see teams, or they were getting to the point, they don't have to now, but if that rule existed, they were going to hold dudes back, like a redshirt freshman college situation. Like, I think part of the reason you didn't see Ryder D and Hymas being rushed into Supercross next year, I don't think they're going to race Supercross next year, was because of that. Oh, yeah. Don't yeah. blow a year of eligibility, yep. quote unquote. Okay, we. So this, oh, yeah. Uh, this gets rid of that. That'd be cool. Yeah. So we do have a battle for some points going on besides Sexton and Tomac. Second overall, it's worth something. Uh, Schmoda and Hunter Lawrence, seven points for Schmoda. Um, interesting, though. Like, su- su- Hunter in Supercross, good, right? Won, a co- won multiple races. No outdoors. No overall outdoors. 
wins for Hunter with one round to go. Schmoda, two overalls. Moto wins. No Supercross results, really, outside of a podium, I think. Maybe two. Um, who had the better year? Who's had the better year? I think this is a legit question. Uh, I don't think it is because oh. if you – no, okay. because – Okay, Joe is slightly better, I guess, to, on paper outdoors, but Supercross isn't even close. I mean, Hunter won a lot of races and took the title down to the final round. Uh, if Hunter doesn't crash out of Anaheim, uh, who knows? He, he could even win the title. Like, that's not even debatable. Who's had the better year? Supercross and motocross combined? Come on. Okay. All right, moving on. I thought I had a decent question for you. No. But yeah, all right. Uh, I do imagine, though, if you're Hunter, you are not. Like, they love the Shimoda. The Lawrence brothers love Shimoda. We know they're buddies. But I'm sure he did not have – I'm not even going to end up second in the series on his bingo card. Right, this right. Year. Uh, combine yeah. this weekend uh, for uh, the, the MX Sports guys, combine again this weekend. But um, are these things working? Are they, are, are, do, you, do you like them? Are they, uh, are they what they're supposed to be and what they're going to be and all that? Yeah, I actually more fear they're going to work too well. Um, nothing's perfect. 250-point out rules, et cetera. You can't make perfect rules for everybody. But um, – now every amateur, when you go to Loretta, that's all they talk about is the combine, the combine, the combine. And that's cool. Like, they're working almost too good. Like, I, I wonder if we're going to get to the point where, you know, the amateur side gets elite enough. And then it just say, now I'm just focused on these two or three pro races. I don't know. Um, you're, I think this is why MX Sports has been a little resistant to do a full-on EMX 250-style series. You know? Because you, there are other races and other tracks, I feel, that have to remain important. And if you just keep pouring more emphasis on the 12 rounds we already have or 11 next year, I don't think that's perfect. I mean, I see the point of these, don't get me wrong, but you can't control what people decide they think is important. And I have a feeling it'll before long they're going to decide this is the most important thing of all. And I don't know if I like that. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Um... I, I, you know, for the, for the Mammoths and the Gatorbacks, even the Loretta's of the world or Ponca, everybody's got Ponca's back. Everybody's got big races. Those races should still be important, I feel. Okay. All right. I think there should be I think there should be some sort of um mandatory twenty minute moto at these some classes at these things, I think. You know? I don't know. I don't know, like a Ponca yeah. and Mammoth or whatever. I don't know if they're for sure. I don't know what they have, so I don't yeah. want to come. I don't yeah, know how yeah. long their motos. But are. I like that. I like the twenty minutes or twenty five, whatever. Yeah. You know? So Yep. Well yeah. that's the whole problem. It's hard to resist. This formula is yes. so much better. It's hard to Okay, so wait, put my emphasis on the one in front of all the teams on the actual tracks and the longest, roughest moto. Of course that's where everybody's going to start putting their focus. Did I ever tell you my combine story? Did I ever tell you my combine story? <laughs> no, you have one. I do. So Millville 89 Amateur Day. I won my class, or I got second, I don't remember. Um, uh, and so at the National in 89, in, bet- in intermission, they took the top two, I believe, from every class, and we had a race. Intermission, Millville 89. Yeah. And I got picked. And uh, so I I was on the line with like 60s and 80s and vets and pro and A classes and whatever I rode. I don't remember, you know. What? Yeah. So I got my combine moment on intermission, Millville 89 as an amateur. Minis. Minis and 500s. Yeah, everybody. 60s, it was everybody. It was everything. And um, I was on a 87 CR125 because my Cowie had broken. I rode Cowies in 89, but it broke. So we took a Honda, 87 Honda 125 down there. And so that's what I rode. Um, and then my chain broke first lap. And w- right on the Chatapult, my chain broke up going up the Chatapult, and I w- w- rolled down and crashed. Oh, 
So wait, you actually crashed to the Chatapult first. I did, yeah, I did. Going you up to Chatapult. Yeah, well, chain broke, and then I stopped on my full momentum, and then I rolled backwards and fell down. The Steetapult. So, not quite as dramatic. Just a, just a weeble wobble and a fall down, but, you know. I remember when Chad crashed, I'm like, man, it reminds me of this guy, some amateur Way back, like a dozen years ago. I remember a guy crashing over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Heard a lot of guys. So that was my combine Dave Arnold and, uh, and DeCoster watching from yeah. the side with their arms folded, yeah. looking very closely. Yep, yep. Just like the, just like now. Yeah, that was my combine moment. So, oh, middle okay. 89. What could have happened if my chain hadn't broke? Who knows? Wow. Steve Apolt. Uh Hayden Deegan racing this weekend again. Uh, he was 11th until the crash. Uh, I think he more than held his own. Uh, he'll look back years from now and probably laugh at his national debut and how it went. But, uh, yeah, kid's legit. Uh, 8 to eight to 15 again this weekend, you think, right? I don't know. Just everybody go to Instagram and YouTube and look at the <laughs> comments, and uh, you guys can judge for yourselves. Um, there's plenty of opinions. Wherever you feel, you will find plenty of people to agree and also disagree. Just enjoy it. Enjoy the ride, everybody. Yeah, yeah. How old is Hayden, by the way? I thought he was 17, but people are saying 16. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I saw one person say, like, hey, for someone you know that's still a minor to even make motos is impressive. And I'm like, no, it isn't. No, it isn't. <laughs> like, everybody calm down. Plenty of 16-year-olds have made motos. <laughs> Yeah, one motos. Yeah, it's 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 it, they've won motos. Yeah, they've won races. Robbie Renard and James. And yeah, Ryan. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like you said, the result. He's going to be good. Yep. I've never doubted that his, his riding abilities. Yep. Uh, and what do you think is going to happen this weekend? I don't know. I got about five thousand people out there that have got something to say on that. Do you need me to weigh in? No, I guess I don't. I, I just think it was good debut despite the results. Um, and uh, yep. JS Seven back in the booth. That's awesome. Uh, I'm glad he enjoyed. It. He's flying all the way to. Florida to California, so he must enjoy this stuff. Yeah, we have a Wednesday conference call every week for TV, and uh, like the same one we had before Bud's Creek. I mean, I wish I could have recorded it. Just unbelievable analysis. He's so enthusiastic. And, Steve, the broing down between James and JT, it would blow your mind. So much mutual respect. Oh, there always was. Always was so much mutual respect over the years. Absolutely. No. I mean, it's just flipped so much. We even got James to talk a couple weeks ago about like the mutual respect he and Chad have for each other now. It's like they could not admit it when they were at each other's throats back in the day. But it's like, obviously, James knew Chad was good and Chad knew James was good, you know, but they weren't going to say that. But yeah. now they are. Like, anyone who's in that club of like, we race together, even including JT, yeah. they're tight. It's, it's Sorry, Steve. I think James might be using JT to learn how to do podcasts from now on. Mm, that's not what he said. Um, a lot of respect for JT now. Before I let you go, shots fired. Didn't take long. Jeff Ward uh, just posted the temperatures at the 91-500 USGP. I don't know how hot it was, and uh, they did 45 minutes back, 45 minutes past then, not the, not the shortened motos now. So, shots Yeah, fired. you knew that was coming, and yep. Uh, yep. I haven't been – I always tell people I'm not part of meetings for MX Sports, and people always are like, yeah, right, you're not, and I'm like – who on earth is volunteering for Zoom calls and meetings that they don't have to be part of? Mm-hmm. That's always my answer. Do you, is anyone asking to be in meetings they don't need to be part of? So I'm not. So I don't know what the thought was, but as you were saying on the phone when I jumped on here, there's been a lot of hot races before, and they didn't do this. So yeah. right. um, I'm, I, I understand where Wardy's coming from. All right. Uh, hey, thanks for coming on the final Fly Race and Moto 60 show of the year. Save the best for last. Me and JB. Yep. Save the best for last. Wow. Uh, there wow. we go. Uh, we'll see you this weekend, Weege, at Paula. Uh, bring an umbrella. 
I'm in a TV booth. It's air-conditioned. I'm good. Sorry about your luck, everybody else. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for coming on. See ya. Yep. All right, that's the Fly Racing Moto 60 show for another year, most likely. Most likely. We'll see. Okay. But, Titch, you'll step up for your country to do a destination show. Absolutely. Uh, thanks for uh, listening. Thank you to Plum Creek Funding, Pro Taper, Maxis, FMF Vision, Get, Fly Racing, of course. Thank you, people, for uh, uh, the support all year. Thanks to the people for the prizes. Thanks to the guests. We're out of here.